Introducing Mindful Parenting in a Messy World with Michelle Gale. This podcast is for parents who long to be meaningfully connected to themselves and their children, even as the demands of modern life are accelerated. Enjoy a collection of supportive conversations, meditations, and nuggets of practical wisdom to help you embrace the parenting journey as your greatest potential for personal growth. Welcome to the Mindful Parenting in a Messy World podcast. My name is Michelle, and I am here today with a dear friend and colleague, Amy Ehlers. Amy is the best-selling author of Big Fat Lies Women Tell Themselves and Reform Your Inner Mean Girl, Seven Steps to Stop Bullying Yourself and Start Loving Yourself. Amy's on a mission to stop women and moms from being so darn hard on themselves. She's been a certified life coach for over 17 years. She's the co-creator of transformational programs such as Inner Mean Girl, Reform School, Find Your Calling, and Visionary Ignition Switch. Amy's passionate about helping soulful mamas embrace the messiness and magic of motherhood in her truth-telling sanctuary and facilitated mom support group, Mama Truth Circle, which I can't wait to share with you more about. She also has a podcast called The Mama Truth Show that I highly recommend you check out. Most mornings you'll find Amy doing a dance party with her husband and daughters with a pile of dirty dishes in the sink. She resides in the San Francisco Bay Area with her family and rescue mutt. Batman! What a good good name! Hi, Amy! Hello, Michelle, and hello, mamas and papas and everyone. Yes, I know Batman. Oh, my gosh. He's such a love. He was named that at the shelter. We had to keep the name, of course. Of course. (laughs) I mean, where would you want to go but Batman? I know, right? So good. Well, I'm so happy to have you here and so glad to share all the work you do with all of the mamas and the papas out there. Thank you so much. I'm so, Michelle, I'm so glad that you're doing this. I'm so glad that you're doing this podcast and I'm so excited for the book that you're writing and everything that you're doing in the world. You are a shining star and I just, I just adore you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. And you know, that kind of leads us right into where we're going to go today because we're going to talk about how important sisterhood is for moms, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so important. Well, you know, I was just going to say, it's so interesting because I found out about this crazy statistic about loneliness and how detrimental to our health loneliness is. And so I wanted to share this with everyone because I just think that this is such a huge wake up call for people. And that is that basically that studies have shown that chronic loneliness and isolation is more harmful than smoking, obesity, and lack of physical activity. It's actually more harmful for you to feel lonely and isolated on a regular basis than it is if you're a smoker. Like 15 cigarettes a day, they say. You could, like, it's, it's that much of a thing. And I feel like when we become moms, in particular for moms, there is this place that we can go into isolation. And then I've really noticed as I've been working with so many incredible moms in the Mama Truth Circle and with the Mama Truth Show, that what can also happen is when something's going on with our kids, no matter what age, whether they're grown 
and you're a grandma or, you know, they're a tween or a teenager or they're school aged or they're little babies or whatever. Like if something is going wrong, oftentimes we isolate again as moms, Mm. just like we did right in the beginning and we become lonely. And I just believe that sisterhood is one of the keys to being a joyful, empowered, mindful mama. Yeah. And you know, it's so interesting to be having this conversation right after the Women's March that you and I both participate in, you in Oakland, me in San Francisco, and almost 3 million women and men across the world. But I really feel I have this connection to women around the world that I just hadn't, I didn't have before. So I feel like something's also waking up in our culture to let us know that this is the this is the time. So you yes, are, you're, of course, that. you're ahead of the curve already. <laughs> I love it. Well, I just got chills when you said that about the Women's March because, yeah, I mean, it was so great. I had three generations there. My mom was there. My sister was there with her um, daughter. And I was there with my oldest daughter, um, Annabella. So we had three generations that marched in, in Oakland. And it was just a phenomenal experience to see multi-generational. And my mom was like, my mom has never marched before. She's about to be 70. And she was like, I've never marched before. And it was just so powerful. I had never done a march like that before. I had done some other things, but not like that. And my, obviously my nine-year-old had not done one before, but it was just so powerful to see so many of us rising up and activating and banding together and saying enough is enough on so many different levels. So yes, sisterhood. Sisterhood, yay, sisterhood. Yeah. Well, when we were talking earlier before we got started, um, I asked I asked you what you know what are the things that you talk about in the Mama Truth Circle. So would you share that with this yes. being one of them, the sisterhood being one of them? Will you share with our listeners like what what's what's the juice that goes on? And first, tell us a little bit about the Mama Truth Circle. Yeah. Well, the Mama Truth Circle basically came to me. Um, my my youngest daughter, she's almost three. And when I had her during, you know, like the four, like every night she would wake up at like 4.02 AM to nurse. And this circle and this idea, I don't know if you would want to say channeled, like I got the cosmic download, you know, whatever, (laughs) whatever phrase you want to use. But I was nursing her and I was thinking about the loneliness and I was thinking about how important it's been to me to have my circle of moms. And I had a really good friend who... Um, lives in San Antonio, Texas, who was having her first baby. Our My second baby and her first baby were born um, like a, within a few weeks of each other. And I told her, I said, make sure to get into a mom's group, but don't just do like a mommy meetup or a mommy play date or a mommy whatever. Like you need an actual facilitated mom's group where someone's going to be actually holding the space for you and the mamas and asking you to go deeper and talk about the deeper things, about the loss of identity that happens when you become a mom, about the anxiety and the worry that we feel like when we become a mom, like all of those things. And it was so fascinating to me because I live in the San Francisco Bay Area and you know this, Michelle, because you live here too. I mean, we could find one of those groups that's dime a dozen. Like you could throw a rock and hit three groups where you're going to have like a really strong facilitator that's going to hold space for you. But she couldn't find anything where she was, not one group. And that blew me away. And I just felt like I knew that not everyone has the opportunity to be a part of a facilitated group where someone's actually holding the space and giving people exercises so that they go to that deeper level. And so I decided to create one called the Mama Truth Circle, a place that's really a truth-telling sanctuary for moms 
where we can talk about the messiness and the magic of motherhood. And so I created this virtual circle and it has women from all over the world. We have women that are in um, Germany. We have women that are in Canada. We have a lot of women that are in the United States. We have really women from around the world that come and we meet on these virtual calls. And then we, I, I actually take them through different exercises. And then we go into breakout groups through incredible technology. So we're on video so we can look in each other's eyes and I can actually put them into partnerships and small groups and they do activities and then we come back and share about it. So it's just been so phenomenal and so much fun. I just, I've been loving it. Ah, what a gift. What a gift to mamas all over the world. Thank Thank you. you. For this Thank work, you. Well, will you share what are the what are kind of the three pillars um, yes. of the work that you do there? And we're going to talk yeah. about one of them today, but I want you to kind of outline it so people know yes. what it is. Yeah. So the first pillar is really having you as a mom, your self care become sacred, mm-hmm. so that your self care is no longer selfish. Like we ditch that whole big fat lie, as I call it. Um, and really uh, we actually create a sacred self-care system for you because I know for me as a mom, like when I became a mom, my self-care, the things that used to work no longer worked (laughs) and I didn't have the same amount of time, like my whole life changed. So we really talk about how to create a sacred self-care system so that we can fill ourselves up first and really give to our kids from that overflow. So that's one of the pillars. Beautiful. Then the second pillar is helping moms really step into being the spiritual leader inside their families. And when I say that, I don't mean the religious leader, unless that's what works for you, but I mean really nurturing the spirit of your children and bringing in spiritual principles with what we call the mama mission every month. So every month we have a mama mission, which is really our theme and focus for the month. So we've had things like gratitude, intention, receiving, things that are really these overarching themes that we want to instill in our children. And so we have a daily practice around that. We have a way of infusing our children with it through a daily practice with them. You know, something as simple as what are you grateful for doing a gratitude moment at dinner time or on the way to school, you know, really being able to have your kids look at receiving and how they're receiving in their lives. And we really look at it from different perspectives based on how old children are. Cause there's women that are grandmothers in the circle. And then there's women that have a brand new newborn baby. And so we talk about that a lot and how to really infuse those spiritual principles into our families. Um, you know, I heard Marianne Williamson say, and I know Oprah said something very similar that, you know, the primary spiritual teachers in the world are moms. We're the primary spiritual teachers in the world. And for us to really step into that beautiful potential, to really realize our potential, to be the mom that we were born to be with our children and get into that place of consciously, mindfully infusing really powerful, positive kindness and respect-based, non-denominational-based spiritual practices into our family. So that's another big focus of the circle. That's beautiful. And I really think, you know, it is our job as moms to help to raise the consciousness, you know, on this planet. I mean, that, yes. to me, that's one of the reasons I do the work I do. And my guess is one of the reasons you do the work yes. you do. And, and we do that so much through what you were just describing and through just, you know, what we talk a lot on this show is just around cultivating awareness. Yes. You know, and, and getting to know our minds. 
And yes. it is so, so important. So beautiful. Yeah. I love that. And I, I think that, you know, I, I believe my girls for me are my biggest spiritual teachers yes. for sure. For I'm, sure. You know, I'm like, so it's like, I'm, I'm not really the spiritual teacher. They're really my spiritual teacher, but I can lead them and create the context for them to really learn really positive things and, and raise their own consciousness and really hold that space for them. Yeah. So. I say, I often say, you know, my children bring me to my spiritual knees daily. <laughs> daily. daily. Oh yeah. Daily. Daily. Sometimes I'm just on oh, my yeah. knees, like, please let me get through this day. And sometimes I'm on my knees, like oh, they bring me to my knees with their wisdom. You know, I, know. I mean, it just, it blows me if I could stop, you know, and slow down enough the wisdom that they exude and provide in the family is it's epic proportions. Yes. It's incredible. I know. I, I feel you so much. And I feel like these kids, like these little light beings, like everyone that's listening to the show, I know that you can relate to this, that they are, there's these little light beings and they shine their light on the best of us and they shine their light blindingly on like the growth edges that we need to work. They do. I mean, it's, it's been incredible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. I okay. can go on. So, Let's talk about so the third pillar. The yes. third pillar. Yes. So the third pillar is really about sisterhood. Um, we have a saying at Mama Truth Circle that it takes a village to raise a child and it takes a circle to support a mom. And I really believe that. And I believe that we need those places where we can drop the mask, where we can stop trying to be the perfect mom, where we can go beyond, you know, our social media feed of like the best moments with our kids where they look all great and they're smiling and we're having a great time. Like what's the flip side of that coin? You know, like I just posted up last night in the ball of truth circle, a picture of my kitchen that we had like a crazy busy weekend. I know you did too, Michelle. And literally there were dishes everywhere. And I was like, okay, mamas, this is how my kitchen looks. I'm just having a mama truth moment where I need to be real about this. And yes, I am going to go and make a cup of tea and go watch a television show. And I'm not going to do one freaking dish because yeah. I can't do it. Like I'm done for the day, you know, and it's like silly things like dishes or whatever, but also those places where we really beat ourselves up about things and the places where we're hard on ourselves and the places where we're really tender and fragile and having that space where we can tell the freaking truth about the mess and about the magic and be held and really have a circle around you that's going to hold space for you and witness you and not try to fix you, not try to give their own opinions about what you should be doing or how you could make it better, but really just hold that beautiful space of unconditional love and support for you in your truth. So it's been so amazing. I, you know, I remember when I did the first Mama Truth Circle call because we just launched at the end of last year in the fourth quarter of last year. And, you know, moms were coming back from their breakout groups crying. And they were like, I can't believe that I can drop in this quickly and go this deep in an hour-long call with strangers that I've never met before. And I'm like, I know, like that's the value of having a facilitated experience is when you have the exercise that asks you to say where you're being hard on yourself or an exercise that asks what's the growth edge or what's the lesson that you're learning right now from your children. You can just drop into those deeper levels and it's just, oh, I just love it so much. It's been so amazing. Wow. Yeah. You know, and as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, of my journey as a mom and I have been blessed in circle, like to have circles, not specifically for parenting, 
necessarily, but just to have women's groups and you know circles that I were uh, I was a part of where I could bring these things. But to have had like like feeling a little sad, <laughs> I didn't have this. We know when my kids were particularly when they were so young, and you know it's so funny. My husband was like, "You moms join a moms group. You should join a moms group." And so I tried a few moms groups, but it was not what you're describing. You know, yeah. it was very much like complaining and moaning and mad at their oh, husbands and you know breastfeeding and you know just yeah. you know it was all of the like ick. But there was yes. no you know you never got to go anywhere, and so I never made it. I was a very bad moms group person. But if I would have had this, ah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, and I, I so get it. And, I, you know, I talk about this a lot. Like if we're left to our own devices as moms and we don't have someone facilitating it, it is so easy. We're all so freaking tired. Our plates are full. All of a sudden we're going out and drinking wine and complaining about our husbands, like you were saying. Or, you know, if you're a new mom, all of a sudden you end up in this really shallow conversation about what kind of diaper system you're using or whatever, you know. And it's like actually what I really want to talk about is that I'm dying inside. I mean, you know. Our, our girl, Glennon, um, Glennon Doyle Melton, who I'm sure most of your listeners probably know who she is, incredible, you know, founder of Momastery and her newest book, Love Wear, blew my mind. You and I, you know, got to hear her speak at Emerging Women and she's speaking at Wisdom 2.0. You're going to be on stage with her, Michelle. So, so exciting. So oh my gosh. So exciting. Um, but, you know, I love that story that she tells about how she had just had her third baby. She was a stay-at-home mom, a full-time mom, and was kind of losing her shit. Excuse my French, but it's true. Yeah. And that she went to that play date, and the mom was like, so is it like, how is everything going? And she was like, did this whole thing of like, you know how a volcano, there's two types of volcanoes. There's an active one that's just floating all the time. And then there's the dormant volcano. I feel like a dormant volcano that might erupt at any minute and kill everyone around her. And the moms just looked at her like, what? A deer in a headlights, blink, blink, blink. And then she was like, I mean, fulfilled. I feel fulfilled, you know? <laughs> and I was like, I, I mean, I was just like, when she said that, I'm like, that yes. just breaks my heart. We have to have a place where we can tell the truth because I feel like so often as moms, you know, when we talk about the mess of motherhood or we talk about how our kid is acting like a little shit or whatever is going on, you know, it doesn't mean that we don't love our children. Like we collapse that to mean that if we speak of what's really hard, that we're somehow being disloyal or somehow saying that we wish we weren't moms. Or even if we have the thought, what, what was I thinking? I hate being a mom, whatever it is. And it's like, no, you're not being disloyal. You're being human. And, it, and you know, secrecy and shame go hand in hand. So when we can get out and say the truth about those thoughts, then that's when they release. And that's when more magic and gratitude comes in. And where do you, as you're, because you've been listening to a lot of moms talk about this, what are, what are, where are the places, where are they being, where are they being most hard on themselves, would you say? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I just think it's so fascinating how we can go, like one mistake, like we forget the permission slip for school or you know, if you have a younger one where, you know, they had to go potty and you didn't get them to the potty on time or where breastfeeding is not going well or whatever it is, like one mistake. And I swear those, I call the inner critic, the inner mean girl, right? Cause she's yeah. the meanest one of all. And it's so fascinating to me how one little mistake can trigger 
I am a crappy mom in two seconds flat. Yes. Yes. Or this day. Like for me, it's like the day. Like, okay, well, this day was terrible. I was terrible. <laughs> right? right? Because something, whatever happens, like one of the right. things you're describing. And I'm like, this day is just, and then I, you know, when I can catch it, I'm like, what am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just yeah. one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I always know the inner mean girl is afoot when it goes black and white, right? When we're saying always, or the day is ruined the entire day, you yes. know, or like I'm a horrible mother, you know, it's like, that is the sign, deet, 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 like the red flag, warning, warning, your inner mean girl is afoot. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, for me, I know we all have whatever triggers it is that we have, whether it's about food with our children, or it's about grades and academics, or it's about friendships and social situations. And it's like, oh my gosh, like maybe you were someone that never felt like they fit in. And then you have a child and all of a sudden you see that trigger of like, oh my God, they're not feeling like they're fitting in. And then you feel like you're five years old again, or, you know, in seventh grade again, and that nobody likes you or whatever it is. And it's like the minute our children reflect that back to us, then our inner mean girls just have a field day with us. And we just start beating ourselves up over and over and over again and feel like our experience is our child's experience. I mean, I, I remember so clearly, um, Annabella, my oldest was on a, ba- a girl's basketball team and I, I never really played team sports as a kid. I had a really bad experience with soccer. And then I, and I actually had to have my appendix out. Like I like basically came down with appendicitis during a soccer practice and the coach didn't believe me. He thought that I just couldn't run. And like, I was having a side cramp and so, and then wow. I, like, I literally was in the emergency room having my appendix out like 12 hours later. And of course, how would the coach know for God's sake? But people are like, wow, you're, you know, why just keep running, Amy, just push through it, you know? And I'm like, I don't know, this doesn't feel like a side cramp. <laughs> so I had this horrible experience oh and I never gosh. really went back, you know, oh. but it was so interesting with Annabella when she was on this team because, you know, she'd be out there and like no one would ever throw her the ball, Right. And I'm in the stands projecting everything, yes. right? Of like, throw the ball, like, hello, could, like, what, why isn't the coach having, like, throw the ball to her, like, you know, whatever. And then, you know, so I'm like prepared after this game, the first time I saw a game for her to be like in the car in tears. Michelle, I swear to God, I'm like, how did it go? And she's like, amazing. Like, <laughs> she didn't know. Like, she did not care. And she was like, oh, like for her, she was glad that they weren't throwing her the ball because she wasn't, she didn't know how really what to do. She wasn't like she, you know, there was a lot of other kids that had been playing for a few years. So she, for her, it was just great to be out there. She felt like she was part of the team. She's like, whoa, yeah, baby. You know, I'm like, oh my oh God, my that my whole experience in the bleachers was like a completely different experience. So funny. Projection is, <laughs> I mean, my enemy girl was livid. Like she was having a field day. I had to calm down to not start being one of those crazy parents on the sidelines screaming. Don't do that. Don't be one of those. Don't the ball, you know? Oh my gosh. I was on that verge on the edge, you know, and I write about this shit, but there I am, you know, <laughs> it's just, we're our little sweet, precious souls. You know, we're all so fragile. It's we so sweet. Are, we are, but you know, the difference and we're all, you know, really acknowledge you is the work you've done with yourself. Right. And that's why we do this work of practicing mindful awareness and getting to know ourselves is because, you know, for many of us, and certainly for me years ago, I, I would have never caught that. 
Right. Right. I would have never caught that. And I probably would have then kind of couldn't have even appreciated the excitement, right, of, of my child. And, and that's where the tragedy is, right? So there's just this gift in being able to catch that and be able to know, like, you, you kind of were able to reflect back on your mind and on what yeah. was going on for you and, and not end up bringing it, you know, to Annabella, right? Yeah. Well, and I think that's the thing that I've learned so much about too, is about that curiosity as a mom. And like, and this is where, you know, being a coach like you and I are, Michelle, like that training comes in so handy because when Annabella comes to me and says something, I just try to get curious instead like of what is her experience of this instead of my perception of what her experience is or bringing what my experience was at her age into this. And so thank God I had the wherewithal to say, how was the game for you? Instead of, I couldn't believe that they didn't pass the ball to you, you know, (laughs) which, you know, thank goodness in that moment, I just happened to ask the right question, but it's like the same thing. Like if, if, you know, you know, I talk mostly about Annabella because she's old and, you know, older and verbal, whereas my younger is only, you know, she's not quite three years old yet. So she's having a different experience. But it's like with Annabella in fourth grade and doing all this stuff, it's like, wow, it's so amazing to just get curious with our little ones and be able to inter, you know, really figure out what their experience is versus projecting it. Yeah, and, and to know when to get curious, right? And for me, it's like, but as soon as I notice that tension in my body or my jaw tight or that like anxiety stress kind of creep up, like yep. I know, right. I've done a lot of practice with Byron Katie, who I know you're familiar with as well. Oh. And, um, you know, she, yeah. she says, you know, that's, that's when the temple bell is, is ringing, right? Something mm. is afoot. Something is not right. It's, our nature is, is peace, right? Our ne- nature, our true nature is love. And so yeah. when that anxiety kicks and the body gets tense, that's the time to get curious like you do. It's like, oh, what is this, right? What, yes. what, what is this? And for me, that's the practice, right? That's the beauty of the practice. And I'm sure that's so much of what you're doing in your mama truth circles, right? When you've got yeah. these women together and there's this sisterhood, they actually get permission and have time to slow down enough to notice like what, yes. what is going on within me, right? Yes. So true and so important. And I mean, we just make all sorts of assumptions, don't we? It's just so interesting, which is why Byron Katie's work is so amazing because it just has you really flip everything around so that you can say what, you know, my separate the facts from the meaning that we're making of it. Yes. And, uh, my gosh, you know, and, and this is the type of thing that we're talking about a lot in the circle too is around. So then how do we do that for our children too. Like I've, I've taught Annabella, Annabella already, you know, studies really show like in human development that it's not until around age six or seven that the internal inner dialogue starts happening. So basically around age six or seven, we start developing an internal dialogue, which is where, of course, the inner critic, the saboteur, the inner mean girl for all of you ladies and the little girls out there comes into play. So prior to that, you know, I'd ask Annabella, do you ever say not nice things to yourself? And she'd look at me like I was crazy. She's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And I was like, oh, and then all of a sudden I saw it like the light, like it was like a light switch. And I was like, oh, 
Interesting. I see it now. So she's named her inner mean girl. She's drawn a picture. This is all stuff that we do at inner mean girl reform school. And so I've taught Annabella that, and I've taught her about how to access her inner wisdom. And it was interesting, you know, kind of looping it all the way back around to the women's March. She ended up seeing, I'm not even sure how, but some of the stuff that had like the violence, the very few pieces of violence that erupted on inauguration day Mm. in DC. And Annabella was like, well, mommy, is the march tomorrow? Is there going to be violence? And I was like, no, that's not the intention of the march. It's actually not a protest. It's a march. And we talked about that and so on and so forth. But I'm like, but the main thing is ask your inner wisdom. Is it safe for us to go? And so she knows to close her eyes and take a deep breath and tune in. And she actually does muscle testing. And we've gone, you know, completely woo-woo in our household about this. But, you know, she does muscle testing and does all that. And she's like, oh, my inner wisdom says yes. I said, my inner wisdom says yes, too. And I said, but you and I, if when we're at that march, if for any reason, at any point, we our inner wisdom is even whispering to us that it's not safe anymore, we're just going to leave immediately. And she was like, okay, mommy, okay. And so we kept checking in as it was getting more crowded and we were, you know, all of that stuff. And it was just so beautiful to have her. I'm like, oh my gosh, what would I be like if at that young of an age, if I had that, you know, that ability to tune into my voice of truth, like, I just can't wait to watch her grow up. It's so fun. It's really fun. so fun when they wake up and it is right around that age. You know, I've taught mindfulness. I taught mindfulness for a few years in my son's school a few years back and it was right around third grade. Third yeah. grade. Third grade is when they, you know, we'll, we'll be practicing mindfulness of thoughts. And I remember one day I had a little girl say, oh, and I said, what? She said, I'm not making my thoughts. Oh my gosh. I, they're wow. just happening. And I said, isn't that so interesting? Right. And so some of these thoughts that arise, I didn't say all this to her, right. But some of these thoughts that arise is our inner wisdom, right? There yeah. it's just, it's coming from like a deep well. And some of these thoughts are total bullshit. (laughs) They're just crap, right? They're just nothing. It's just chatter. And so knowing, first knowing we have them and then being able to distinguish, you know, it's so beautiful what you're doing with your daughter, you know, to be able to, she's getting to know, she can distinguish it from her body. You know, it sounds like. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Well, and that's the question, you know, at Inner Mean Girl Reform School and, you know, with my second book, Reform Your Inner Mean Girl, we talk about that a lot of there's the voice of the inner mean girl that's always broadcasting on the F-E-A-R fear channel. And then there's the voice of your inner wisdom, which is always broadcasting on the L-O-V-E love channel. And it's just up to you which one you're tuning into. And people will always ask, how do you tell the difference though? How do you know which voice is the inner mean girl and which voice is the inner wisdom? And I always say, go to your body. How does it feel in your body? Because our inner wisdom and the love channel will deliver a tough love truth to you. Like get out of that relationship, put the drink down, sweetheart, you know, whatever it is that you need to hear in that moment, she will deliver that to you, but she will deliver it to you with fierce love, no judgment. Whereas your inner critic, your inner mean girl will deliver it to you with you know, absolute judgment and berate, like berating you, making you feel like shit and criticizing you about it. Yes. You know, so it really is about tuning into how it feels in the body, which is why mindfulness is so powerful in what you do in the world. Yeah. It is. It's just, a, it's, it's an incredible practice. 
and we are running out of time. It goes by so fast, too fast. So before we go, I'd love for you to share with our audience, like how can people uh, reach you? How can they contact you? Uh, you and I are be facilitating at Wisdom 2.0 conference together this year. I'm not sure if this will go live before that happens, but if you happen to be at Wisdom 2.0, please come and join us. Yes. Yes, it'll yes. be so fun. And how? what are all the different ways people can connect with you? Share. Yeah, so you can check out the Mama Truth Circle at mamatruthcircle.com. So at mamatruthcircle.com, you'll see a little video of me talking about those three pillars that we talked about today. And it's really, um, I've made it as accessible and affordable as possible to join the circle because I really wanted to make it so that mamas all over the world and all different income brackets could join us. So you can check that out at mamatruthcircle.com. And I also thought I would give everyone on the show um, a little free gift, which I have this um, sacred self-care for moms guide, like a self-care guide that I did specifically for moms. And so you can check that out at sacredselfcarebook.com, sacredselfcarebook.com, totally free. And it'll really help you set up that self-care system. So you can check that out. And then of course my, my normal website is just, um, amyailers.com. You can check out all the different things I'm doing from speaking to books to, Intermingo Reform School, you name it, is at my main site, which is amyailers.com. Awesome. Thank you for sharing all of that. And Amy, I'm just so happy to have you as one of my sisters. And thank you for uh, spending the time with us today and sharing all your wisdom and all the beautiful work you're doing in the world. Thank you so much, Michelle, and much love to all of your listeners. I'm so glad that you're doing this. It's so awesome. Oh, it's, it's been really <laughs> fun. I'm having a little too much fun with it. <laughs> Well, we're going we're gonna to sign off. May you meet this moment fully. May you meet this moment with kindness towards yourself and others. Go off and have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mindful Parenting in a Messy World with Michelle Gale. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and give us some stars and a favorable review at iTunes. 